0: Hello, welcome to Spotlight, the creative spark in your hop tune lantern. Spotlight, brought to you by the Isle of Man Arts Council. This evening, we catch up with the new, ish, at least, Manx Bard, Michael Manning, and hear his first poem on the show. We hear what's happening during a super creative series of autumn workshops and courses and events at Kensington Arts. And a local choral society are desperate for men. As always, do get in touch with any creative, artistic endeavours you may be involved in, planning, hoping to create, or would really like to put into the spotlight. Be they poetic, visual, theatrical, musical, literary, ceramics, mime. The list goes on. Email me, spotlight at manxradio.com. No, please do. I'd like to hear from you or Kane at manxradio.com, even if it's just to say hello. So, a new Manx Bard was installed. Do you install a Bard? Declare one? I don't know. Anyway, it was earlier this year. The new Bard took over from the irrepressible Owen Atkinson, who remains a Bard, of course, not just the current one for the island. And whilst it's taken a while, as he's been super busy, I'm glad to say we have now tempted the new Bard into the Spotlight Studio for a chat. And here he is.
1: So I'm Michael Manning and I'm
0: the current Manx Bard. Is this something, I mean obviously the, the Bards have been around, are you the 7th, the 8th I'm trying to think now? I'm number 8. Number 8, so it's been around for a while. Is it something you would aspired to for a time or just a, a whim you thought, you know what, I'll have a go this year? It was much more of a whim. <laughs> 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 so it's it's one of those
1: positions that I've been... Uh, sort of very vaguely aware of um, over the past few years but have never really sort of looked deeper into or engaged and um, I had heard that they were looking still for applications earlier on in the summer had an idea for a poem and thought why not I'll that'll be a bit of a laugh I'll give that a go and then
0: was absolutely (laughs) floored to be selected so it's uh, it's all been a great surprise and have you had common themes which you've liked to explore in your work over the years, when you've been even if you've just been writing for yourself?
1: Yes, I think i'm, I'm I think poetry is quite an emotional thing for me. And so often it's when I'm trying to kind of explore emotions. um in particular, uh, I've been inspired and challenged over the years in terms of, Kind of issues of social injustice and um, i've spent a lot of my time working on the island with people who are homeless and some of the problems that they've had and mental ill health and all those kind of things and of uh, that's kind of challenged my approach to people and life and things like that and i think poetry's been a, a helpful thing for me to sort of question some of those things and express those
0: and so is it is it something of a challenge for you then if you take on the, the or as you have taken on the bardic role for the next 12 months it seems to me, certainly from talking to previous bards, that whilst on the one hand clearly you have a free hand to write poetry on whatever you want and and your favourite topics, equally, you will be over the over the year that you're in chair, as it were, be expected or asked to write poems on all sorts of things. And I'm thinking, you know, not not long after you became the the new bard, of course, uh, Her Majesty died, and it was a case of, well, can you can you come up with a poem? Yes,
1: yes, and that was just a few weeks after I'd been a bard, so that was. I was I'm quite quite surprised by that. Quite quite stunned by that. And I think um, I mean, there's nothing like s- sort of deadlines and commissions and questions to kind of force a bit of creativity in that sense. Um, I mean, I think I've got a it's a it's a lovely opportunity to explore things that I wouldn't have naturally gone on to explore or to write about otherwise. I think that's one of the the great things about this position is that it opens up. Um, Yeah, it just opens up a new landscape for people, I think, and allows us to explore poetry that maybe we wouldn't have naturally done. And so I think that's I'm looking forward to doing more of that over the years and um, over the year. And uh, and yeah, so uh, it'll be interesting.
0: So what you you mentioned there again, as part of the role, you are sort of asked to say, right, what would you like to do with the role in your 12 months in chair? You remain a bard and everyone's a bard, once a bard, always a bard, as I understand it. But obviously you have a current bard who's in in chair, in position, and that she, he or she is expected to go to the various events and also I think come up with a, a plan of what they would like to do with the position. Did, what sort of ideas did you put forward, or h- how do you see yourself, you know, exploring the role and using the role whilst you're in position or in chair?
1: Yes, I, I, we had a good chat with the judges uh, about that when I when I was was interviewed, and I think one of my uh, interests is is sort of the island's marginal place, really. So the islands, you know, were quite marginal in terms of the British Isles. We're a wee bit of land in the middle of the Irish Sea, um, and I've also spent a lot of my time with people who are and perceived to be on the margins of society and i think there's great inspiration to be found there i think there's great challenge for us to be found there i think there's great truth to be found there and so i'm keen to kind of dig into some of that quite a bit more over my over my year as bard and so i was keen to try and engage with people who maybe feel themselves to be a bit more marginal to poetry or the cultural scene over the year, um, whether that's um, prisoners or people who've been homeless or people who've been suffering from mental ill health, that kind of thing. Um, Residential homes, um, people who might not otherwise think about able to get out to concerts or get out to readings and engage with things. And so I'm quite keen to both bring poetry into those contexts, but also allow those contexts to speak as much as possible as well and to allow people to enjoy them and express themselves in those contexts too. So it was those kinds of interests really.
0: And are you happy with the with the performance aspect? As you said, you, you've written quite a bit beforehand without really getting out there and performing it. So is the does the performance side of the poetry come naturally to you or is that something you have to work at?
1: I think it's something I have to work at, and I I feel very inexperienced at that. I mean, there's a there's always an element to public performance that is terrifying. Yeah. I mean, I I've, I do enjoy public speaking, and I enjoy the the performance aspect of things. I do get nervous, but it's something that I enjoy as well. And so I I do enjoy sharing my poetry and reading my poetry, and uh, and yeah, and it's lovely to have the opportunity to do that.
0: Well, we've got. Best part of a year going forward now for you to explore the roles. No doubt you've already... Have you been approached by various people already, a- aside from uh, having to write something for the <laughs> passing of Her Majesty?
1: <laughs> yes, yes, I've been uh, very kindly invited to a few things. I was invited to the launch of the, the, the Poetry Trail this year. And uh, and I've I'm I'm planning to go up to the prison later on next month. Run a couple of workshops up there. I've been in one of the residential homes that I've got contact with. I was down at the Douglas Library in the Family Library on National Poetry Day, which was the sixth of October. So there's uh, there's been a few things going on already. That's terrific.
0: And the prison's a great idea, isn't it? I suppose it's you wouldn't. Wouldn't instantly think the prison's going to be full of poets, but I wouldn't mind betting there are plenty of people there who would really enjoy the the opportunity to get out and explore things in poetry.
1: Absolutely, and I think there's a there's a huge amount of talent and creativity among people who are who are in the prison. There's a wonderful education sort of set up there, and. Um, I've been in the prison in a, in a different guise over the years and, uh, and met with people there. And so um, it's just a great opportunity. To, they obviously can't get out to, <laughs> to, to hear much on Constance and things like that. So it's just uh, I just thought it might be a nice opportunity to go and share, share some words with them and, and have a go at writing some things.
0: Well, we wish you well uh, in your year in the Bardic seat. Have you got
1: some words you can share with us today? Yes. Yeah, so this is this is quite a recent poem and um, this is called Grieber. First, you must have the courage to turn aside. Away from the lanes, the rains, the bugains tearing down roofs, and all the other beasts who make of lives and loves their ragged feasts. Take a walk in the forest of the king. You must seek the narrow path, up through the wood, the mud, seeking the good that lies beneath the leaves, away from rubble and fissures of failure, away from the rumours of trouble, up, deeper into the forest of the king. You must take heart and climb, small and winding, brambles binding, then finding a way, breathless, then out, out to sward and scree, and below you, birds and land and sky, the free. Rest in the forest of the king. Higher, higher, finding fire, BEYOND THE TREES WHERE FEAR FLEES, THE EYE SEES STILL A GREATER VISION NOW IN GORSE AND HEATHER BOUND. GO ON, TO WHERE THE CAIRN KNEELS, AND JOINING, MAKE NO SOUND. A RADIANCE ABOVE THE FOREST OF THE KING. IF YOU DARE, OR DREAM, STOP. QUESTIONS CEASE BEFORE THE PEACE, SWEET RELEASE OF EARTH AND HEAVEN embracing and a gentle kiss for the poor will dance with joy and a battered world will breathe in bliss what truth is here past dell past forest and fell what kind of king super stuff beautifully atmospheric inspired by a walk around that area or absolutely i love i love going up into the hills i don't get up there as often as i would like uh, many a time is a, a Sort of a short sharp climb. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, I've done it a it's, few times. It was making me. It was it's, making me think of it as you. Yes, it. absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And so uh, I've been up there a few times, and uh, and I love the I love the short sharp path up through the woods, and then up to the top of the hill there. So it's uh, it's a lovely walk. And so yeah, inspired. by Well, it that, brought I mean. it right
0: into my mind just hearing those words. Lovely stuff. And can we invite you to come back through the year onto Spotlight and uh, share some more words with us? Very generous of you, Howard. Always lovely to come and have a chat. Thank you very much indeed. Lovely poetry. Lovely chap. Great ideas. We look forward to hearing more from Michael. In the months ahead, Spotlight, brought to you by the Isle of Man Arts Council. Now, activities down at Kensington Arts are no stranger to this show. It's another great creative hub for young people with an amazing track record of helping to shape the stars of the future. And as we head into the darker months of the year, it certainly doesn't get any quieter there. I dropped down earlier this month to catch up with Creative Development Coordinator at the Centre, Peter Shimmon and started by asking him who attended the autumn courses.
2: It's a variety of different people um, who have interests in different creative arts. So uh, we have musicians, singers, dancers, actors, people who like to shine behind the scenes as well and do the sound and lighting and things like that. Predominantly, it's um, kind of the middle-age range of high school. uh, But more recently, we've noticed a lot more primary school-age kids coming to the art classes in particular. So we're looking at the moment on what's the best age range to cater for for the different projects so we're doing a bit of experimentation with different things.
0: And the classes that run what primarily sort of directly after school days?
2: Yeah it's usually um, Monday to Friday uh, kind of any time onwards from 4pm up until 9pm but there's various different time slots for different projects which I'll talk about but generally if you turn up anytime after school we're, we're here we're open and we're doing stuff. Okay let's, let's get into the nitty-gritty what's actually happening then as we head into the back end of 2022? So every Monday we've opened a new club, uh, which is Kensington Creatives for creative writing. Uh, focuses on all aspects of creating write, creative writing, poetry, prose, script writing, songwriting, things like that. Um, and then soon, just after the October half term, we're going to be launching Wild Track, which is our multimedia project. Things like film, photography, a um, bit of graphic design in there. Both of those will run on a Monday evening. On a Wednesday, we have two new music clubs. Varied Voices is a choir which focuses on musical diversity, covers a wide range of different musical tastes and styles, and Junk Jam, which is quite exciting, is a percussion group uh, where you use household items to and unconventional instruments to make music uh, it's a little bit like stomp if you've ever heard of stomp oh, i've seen it fantastic yeah i've got lots of plastic buckets uh, stored up in my office mm. that we're going to use to bang and make music so that's quite cool um new drama classes run on a thursday evening drop-in drama is aimed at the kind of younger ones the younger stars in the making looking to dip their toe into the world of acting for the first time whereas drama school preparation um is our club for the more kind of committed young performers and we want to help build their confidence and develop their audition skills to help them prepare for the drama school application process so the tutor who's leading that Louise Beckett um, was previously uh, head of voice and acting at um, Central School of Speech and Drama and Arts Educational School so very very experienced lady wants to pass on her abilities and her experience um, to those young people who are looking to take that next step into a professional career in acting um, Sophie Lindum, who is the arts graduates intern, who you'll be familiar with, she mm. runs a regular dance class on a Wednesday and a Friday, can you dance, it's K-A, can you dance? Dance is no in my case. <laughs> and for me as well, but um, she offers kind of dance education, uh, various different styles, contemporary, lyrical, commercial, jazz, other styles that I'm not very familiar with, but it's suitable for all age groups, we have got a junior class and a senior class uh, to allow all abilities to get involved. And then returning projects gosh uh, returning projects which we've had already at kensington arts uh, includes art tank where we are now uh, which is an after-school art group focused on collaborative projects across all different types of design and visual art that's on a tuesday and a thursday and tech crew is where young people can gain experience in sound lighting and stage management which also runs on a tuesday evening Soundcheck, which you'll have heard of, uh, is the music project that promotes young musicians across the island. You can come down and use our practice rooms and our equipment, learn instruments, create bands and prepare for gigs. So we do a drop-in session on a Tuesday that anyone can come to. On a Wednesday is our adult session, so it's for 18 plus. And then on Thursday, we do private mentoring if you want to learn guitar, bass, drums on a more like one-to-one basis. Or as a band, you want to come in and have some kind of mentorship. We do that as like a separate program. And finally, National Theatre Connections uh, returns this month. Our auditions um, are on the twen- uh, the 11th and the 21st of October. Every year, the National Theatre commissions um, 10 new plays for young people to get involved in. It's commissioned by the National Theatre and brings together kind of the world-leading theatre playwriters with the young stars of tomorrow. So... Uh, We're holding those workshops. It's with David Dawson, who directed for us last year. We had a huge amount of success last year um, going over to perform in York in the Uh, UK. And then we were also chosen in the top 10 to perform at the National Theatre in London. So I'm anticipating that one to be quite a popular one.
0: Do we know what the work they'll be working on for this coming year is yet, and was that yet to be decided?
2: Yes, we've had the play selected, um, so we're doing a show called Innocent Creatures by Leo Butler. It's quite different from Hunt, which we did last year, which is more naturalistic. This is a kind of sci-fi, futuristic, dystopian future where people are robots and kind of following their journey through it. Um, it's going to be a different one, very interesting, and uh, probably have some interesting technical elements as well. It, it's fantastic the success stories that come out of... Um, Kensington just in the in the past couple of years you know you've got Joe Locke who came to our connections program and has now been a star in Netflix's Heartstopper um Dan Dan Ansara who was in our connections show last year um has just picked up a top London agent and is hopefully looking at a career in in film tv and acting and Eva Petrova is the Manx youth bard as well so really proud of everyone for being um throwing themselves into it and um kind of having these accolades come towards them. And yeah, lots of them have gone on to great things. We've got um, someone from National Theatre Connections who um, did the backstage side of things has just applied for an applied theatre course at Lippa. So we like to try and help those people with a bit of guidance. Um, I go into the schools and do careers assemblies um, and talk about a career in the arts. But as we both know, there's no kind of straight line into making this your vocation. So if we can give people that introduction to the arts and then help them to grow that's a big win for us
0: indeed and it's an amazing range just the ones you been rattling about there there really is something for everyone like mm. from backstage front stage and side of stage as well mm. in many ways at the million dollar question and if people are listening to this and thinking any or all of this sounds quite attractive they'd like to find out more they'd like to drop in they'd like to sign up how do they actually go about all that
2: Yeah, so you can find out more about the projects, including kind of the general age ranges for each project and the actual session times when they run each week is on our newly launched website, which is kensingtonarts.im. Or you can contact our email address, kensingtonarts at gov.im. If you have any questions about it, we're also on social media on Facebook and Instagram under kensingtonarts.im. You can reach out to me directly. Um, I'm usually in the centre most afternoons. um, And my phone number is 682312.
0: Great. So you've got a busy autumn and winter ahead then?
2: Yeah, definitely. Definitely. There's
0: always something going on at Kensington Arts. Who says there's nothing for young people to do on the island? I would say a word which rhymes with Rolex, but I don't think I'm allowed. And finally, a quick look in the mirror. Are you a man? Or at least you look like one. If so, a well-known choral society on the island needs you. The Manx Operatic Society staging a production of the well-known musical Annie Get Your Gun next March. They're just in the casting process as we speak. However, they're desperate for men. Aren't we all? I hear you cry. Committee member Sarah Kenyon, told me more.
3: Most of the time, we're always looking for men um, in the uh, you know musical shows, um, but it just seems to be you know an ongoing situation that um, many shows are sort of male orientated. And uh, so we're just here to uh, call out to all these uh, good men we have out here on the island.
0: <laughs> no shortage of them. So are we looking for any particular type size, sort of men in their 20s, 40s, 50s, older, younger?
3: Yeah, looking for all ages, you know, um, for men's. We've got um, five male lead roles that we're looking for. Um, we've got um, Frank Butler, who's sort of around about 30s to 40s of age. And he is um, Annie's love interest in the production buffalo bill and he's sort of 40 to 60s and he's the owner and founder of the uh master showman in the wild wild west a show that uh, is sort of set around a circus space you know concept in this musical Um, We're also looking for Chief Sitting Bull, which is, um, his age range is 40 to 50s.
0: That sounds a good part, I like that idea.
3: (laughs) Yes, it's sort of like a bit of Annie's protector in this production. (laughs) Um, You know, he comes along and uh, he has a lot of uh, love for Annie, um, although he does sort of have a little bit of a rivalry with uh, Buffalo Bill on that. Um, Also, we're looking for another uh, character called Tommy Keeler, and he's a dashing young man. And he plays a knife thrower in the production.
0: Does he get to throw knives?
3: Yes, I believe he may do. <laughs> um.
0: Well, yeah, I can see the attraction there, as long as you're not actually the person who's throwing knives at him.
3: Exactly. And he's about sort of age 20, so sort of mid 20s. Right.
0: Will he have time to practice first?
3: Of course. Oh, yes. We'll make sure the, uh, I'm sure we'll uh, have a few little pra- practice and rehearsal for that one. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then we've got a uh, Charlie Davenport and he's uh, one of the salesmen in the uh, production and he plays a business manager. He's rather fast talking and uh, but he's generally a good guy and he's around about sort of 30 to 40s
0: if people haven't done it before, I guess it is a little bit sort of nerve-wracking With it's a big society. The shows are massive. They're always packed out. People might thinking, mm-hmm, you know, what would you say to anyone who's thinking, yeah, I wouldn't mind a go, but I don't really know how good my singing voice is. I've not done it before. Are they okay to pitch up? Or
3: Yeah, exactly. I mean, we have fantastic, um, you know, production team. We've got, you know, brilliant MD. We've got pianists. We've got great support. We've got a wonderful director. So, you know, everything is done professional. For Mm. them you know they've got lots of time to practice if they want to do extra practices they can do if they want to feel a bit more confident you know they get help with their range to see what suits them and obviously you know with a cast it's if the right person fits and um you know that's all, all we want really and just have a little bit of confidence and you know it does make you feel good
0: so what are the actual dates then so you're looking to presumably rehearsals will be starting very shortly in the the uh show itself is going to be on next February, March is it?
3: Yes that's right yes it's just going to look at um, it's going to be on for a week um, so we're just sort of like clarifying um, you know the, the matinee um, options at the moment.
0: And casting is it actually being it is being cast as we speak or the casting process is underway as it were?
3: Yeah we've just put um, on our little advertising on our um, the Manx Opera Society site um, on Facebook and Instagram um, you know the auditions are on the 1st and the 2nd of November Um, So anyone that wishes to um, audition for a lead role um, or any members that wish to come for the ensemble, um, those are the, you know, the audition dates at, uh, you know, quarter past seven down at the Manx Operatics Hall, which is um, on Finch Road, which is underneath the um, Old Friends. Um, Lots of good songs, including, um, you know, No Business Like Show Business. Yeah,
0: Yeah, Yeah, that's right. That's
3: great. (laughs) Um, Anything I Can Do, I Can Do Better.
0: That's it. It's a great song, that,
3: isn't it? Um, They have uh, another song is Doing What Comes Naturally.
0: That's
3: it. And uh, they say it's wonderful. And many, many more, you know, songs, um, you know, within that.
0: People are listening and thinking, you know what, I might have a crack, even if it's just in the ensemble, if they're not wanting to go for main part, how do they go about it?
3: Yeah, so basically, they can, if they want their interest, um, you know, if they need to, um, you know, if they sort of think, oh, do you know what it is for me, if they just want to just get a little bit more information, um, if you can please send, you know, um, an email to register in- interest to the Manx Ops Auditions at gmail.com and uh, you'll get all the character information you'll get your music for each character um we rehearse a tuesday and a thursday down the manx operatics hall um, if you just want to pop down have a chat with us we're all a really friendly bunch um, and you know go from there you're welcome to stay and have a sing you see what it's all about um yeah lots come meet us you know it's a great social you know social thing as well for everyone to uh, meet all different types of people And everyone will be in the same boat as well. So, you know, it's not scary.
0: What are you waiting for? If you want to find out more, audition, whatever, you know that address, manxopsauditions at gmail.com. And you'll get all the info you need. That's about it for this week. Don't forget, if you want to hear anything again, go to manxradio.com, download the Spotlight podcast, listen where you want. Why not be antisocial, pop your headphones in and listen the next time you're in the pub. Just a thought. We'll be back same time, same place next week. Drop me a line with any artistic thoughts or ideas. Stay creative and I'll see you then. Cheerio.